Tonight's episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you are located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Wielding swords and casting spells. Delicious food. Passing out. No, I have anything in common. In gaming, age is just a number. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. It's another episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 66. I'm Clinton Stanley, and I'm here with... Ryan Maddox, what's up? And... Grumpy Pants. (laughs) (laughs) A.K.A. Hunter, yes. Hunter Hunter what? There you go, there you go. Hunter got booped by Cox Venable. Yeah. Get some bass in your in your voice, bro. Come on, step it up. Don't let Cox all day. Don't let the Cox get you down. I've been booped all day. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, today we've got gaming news, of course, and I'm going to unpack it one story at a time with excitement in my voice. And Ryan has some <laughs> tips on an epic RPG. That RPG is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ooh, only the only RPG that matters right now. Mm. <laughs> But you know what we need with that RPG? We need some food. And that's what, yeah. Hunter, that's what Hunter's bringing us tonight. Who has super sweet swords and doesn't know how to make dinner, you know? Right. Probably a lot of people, actually. I didn't have my swords. Oh, you're talking about Final Fantasy. <laughs> well, before we start, we just want to go around the round table real quick. How is everybody's week going right now? Worst week in a while. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found myself in one of those... Uh, stress bubbles, and you kind of stand outside and you look at it and you go, three, two, one, one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? <laughs> you know, remember when uh, Family Matters he used to say that? And yeah. it was Steve Urkel that was bothering him. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think I've just kind of had a couple things thrown curveballs on me all at once. And it's one of those weeks where I let them become bigger than they are. And I had mm-hmm. to go, wait a minute. This can't be as big as it is. I step back. It's like, what's going on? That's how this week's been. So today was like a recovery day. I had counseling, you know, mm-hmm. sat down with the wife on the couch and and released all my emotions and I feel a lot better. Good, good. <laughs> well, I think, I think we know how Hunter's week's going, but Hunter, go ahead and share, please. No, my week's been pretty decent. It's been really busy at work. Um, but today was a little different. I woke up this morning and, you know, I'm pretty labor intensive at work, so I get knots on my shoulders and... Just mm-hmm. normal. I have now they work them out. They just hurt a little bit, you know, every once in a while. But I'm serious. Well, I got up this morning and it, my shoulder was killing me, like absolutely killing me. And I thought that it was um, just a, a, a knot in my shoulder. Well, the more that I s- sat there and worked on it, and then by the time I got to work, I could barely lift my shoulder up. Mm-hmm. Like, thumbs up. So ran to the chiropractor, this guy at work, um, 
hooked me up with this chiropractor that got me in really fast and was able to adjust me same day. And uh, I got there and the guy starts feeling around my shoulder and he's like, uh, going for my rotator cuff because I played baseball, checking all that stuff. And mm-hmm. he thought he had, I had a pinched nerve by the way my pain was on my, mm-hmm. and my shoulder was out of place, kind of not like, yeah, clearly. I but, get it. Right. Um, and then he, st- he said that my rotator cuff was, uh, attached which is good i didn't tear it or anything mm-hmm. which happens sometimes when you've played baseball for years it kind of weakens and then something can tear mm-hmm. it. but anyways long story short the guy starts getting in there with his thumb and every mm-hmm. time he's hitting this nerve that is running through my uh rotator cuff it's just sending that shock to that place that's been hurting all morning mm-hmm. and uh he goes is this tender and i said yeah that's hurting exactly you know where mm-hmm. where it's been hurting all day well, uh, about five seconds after that comes out of my mouth, I start getting woozy, like mm. lightheaded. My, really? you, know, you feel like you can't pick your head up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, I said, doctor, do you got water? And he, he stopped and he said, you okay? You got, and I said, I feel like I'm about to pass out. I've never passed out before, mind you. So I'm just wincing. This is what it feels like. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. like I'm about to fall over on the ground. And uh, he goes, yeah. Let me get you water. He turned down the air, got me some water, and he said, you know, when you touch that nerve in people's arm, it can actually drop their blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So he was just working on it, and it was just about to make me pass out. And so I, I, was, I was a little embarrassed. I had to lay there, you know, hmm. and re- recuperate before he could start working on me again. But anyways, mm-hmm. he put me in a hold, popped it back up in, which was not even as bad as almost passing out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was good to go. Really? Uh, I mean, it feels great. It's sore. Obviously, anytime you get right. adjusted like that, it's a little sore, but a fraction of how bad it was hurting this morning. So that was my day. And then I was exhausted the rest of the day because all the pain I went through mm. the beginning of the day. So, and then at home, my internet didn't want to work. So there you go. Nice. You guys get the best of me today. That's nice. exciting. Well, hey, this is a pain free zone. If you're having chronic pain on the, on the listenership, just remember, we'll ease that pain with some laughter, some happiness, oh, yeah. and a little bit of banter. And that's what we're doing today. And uh, my week's going pretty good. I guess I need to share, too. It's a round table. Heck yeah. You're uh, the only one that matters. <laughs> so my week's, right. just, my week's just crazy busy work. We've got a lot of extra projects now that have fallen on my plate because mm. we shut down, not hardly seeing anybody for a month and a half, two months. So mm-hmm. now it's time to get everybody we can in. You mm-hmm. get every type of appointment that we can get. Um, so, so you guys are all the way back to booking regular appointments and everything now. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Oh, wow. um, I mean, we have regulations and there's things we're doing differently right. than we did before. But yeah, we're pretty much stepping stepping the game back up. So um, it's just kind of a lot of the extra projects that make it uh, a little crazier. And I'm the only one there this week, so that's cool. Gotcha. The only nurse in the building, so that's keeping me hopping. Um, but yeah, other than that, Mother's Day was good, and uh, last week um, went well, so can't complain too Mother, much. Mother's Day was the, was last weekend, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just yeah. So this this up. last weekend was actually good for me. We had a birthday with the daughter, and that mm. that all went real good. We did a in indoor camping because the rain and stuff like that. So I guess outside of the couple of days we took out for my daughter's birthday stuff has been chaotic. And usually that probably makes it feel even more chaotic, right? Like anytime life is kind of hectic and you get a little bit of a break, then you realize how hectic it is because yes. you're like, oh, I'm going back to that. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's that's kind of what happened when this week snapped back to reality. And then it's full blast like, gas. Yeah, gas on it just the, hit me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's never fun. That's the worst uh-uh. part about vacations. You come back and you're like, oh. Yeah, that's true. Here we go. The real world. Yes. Well, speaking of the real world, we've got some gaming news this week. Heck I'm yeah. excited to uh, share it with you guys, get your opinions, um, see what you think about it. Leaks for Geeks! That's right, it's Leaks for the Geeks time. Time to share this week's awesome news, and so not awesome news. Uh, but Ooh. This, no, this this week's actually pretty positive, Ryan. I wanted to keep it, uh, keep it happy, because I knew, because I'm a prophesizer, I knew that Hunter's shoulder would be hurting, and he needed some happiness and some goodness in his life. Uh, I see. So you use your prophesizing skills mm-hmm. to adjust the evening. I like that. Yeah. So my first thing I'm going to do to make Hunter feel good, we're going to talk a game, talk about a game that he likes, which is Fortnite. Um, Ooh. Yeah. And me and him actually hopped on. When was it, Hunter? One of the nights that Ryan was busy. We hopped on, played a little bit, not much. He's gone, playing. I think, because I saw his face there a little bit ago. It looked like it was frozen. Oh, maybe. Yep. I don't think he's. I think the Cox Internet got the best of him. Uh-huh. Guys, Hunter Hunter probably will not be coming back. We tried to get everything fixed before the show started. He's going to ring Cox Internet's throat. I'm sure. Oh yeah. And he I'm wishes sure he, he could be here. So anyway, back to the subject at hand. We're talking Fortnite, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and it looks like the Fortnite Doomsday event is finally gonna be happening. Um, two Fortnite data miners have dug up evidence pointing toward the official unnamed event's imminent arrival. Epic Games hasn't made any announcements itself. Leaks discovered by pour, pouring through the game's files point to a new countdown timer that's soon to come online, as well as an in-game, uh, as well as in-game changes such as the disappearance of the Doomsday device from Midas Secret Headquarters. Fortnite data miner. Spadicey One recently managed to trigger the appearance of a new in-game countdown clock. Fellow Fortnite data miner HypeX also discovered evidence pointing toward the countdown as well as some other in-game changes. Uh, the Doomsday device in the background of Midas's office? Well, it isn't going to stay put for much longer if the data mining um, is accurate. Uh, the current season was originally set to end in April, but Epic, Epic Games gave it roughly a month-long extension. The new season is now set to begin June 4th, and if previous season transitions are anything to go by, things are going to get crazy in Fortnite's mm. uh, universe. Let me ask you a question, and maybe I sound like uh, Dumbo Dumbo, but, you know, is is a data miner, there's someone who's going through the code of Fortnite, trying to find things that are buried. Mm-hmm. Is that what a data, data miner is doing? Yeah, and so, so in that like, code, oh, they found things that they could activate, such mm-hmm. as these clocks, these timers. Yeah, because okay. sometimes, sometimes things are already in the preload. Like, you mm-hmm. know, anytime they do like a pre-expansion update or maybe an update right before an expansion. You can yeah, it's just turned those. off to everybody else mm-hmm. for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, the end is nigh for, uh, for the Fortnite universe, nice. so to speak. So we'll see what they what they do with that. Uh, another little bit of news, and this isn't so much 
I mean, it is news, but I just wanted to share it with our PC gamers out there mm -hmm. that use the Epic Games Store. If yep. you're using Epic Games, uh, they have updated uh, the refund policy for all EGS purchases. Now you'll be able to return Epic Games Store titles within 14 days of purchase, so long as you have no more than two hours played on the game. Um, Whoa, I like that. Mm -hmm. In addition, so you can try it. Yeah, you can try it. Send mm -hmm. it back. In addition to the above requirements um, that we just mentioned, uh, no more than two hours played. Like we said, you must not have. You also must not have been banned in the game or have violated any other terms of services uh, agreements within your specific game that you've played. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and of course, all refunds are going to be uh, up to the discretion of Epic Games itself. They'll review it um, and let you know. Also, if you're listening tonight live. Uh, you need to head on over to Epic Games Store to get the Rockstar Games uh, Grand Theft Auto V. It's free right now until tomorrow. After Ooh. that, May 21st, you're out of luck. And then a new if mystery you, game will I be I know a lot of people revealed. already have Grand Theft Auto V, but if you're somebody who's got it on PlayStation or something like that and you don't have it on PC, this would be a good time to grab it. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and just remember that that ends on may 21st which it, as of the recording will be tomorrow um so if you're listening online itunes or any of our other um apps then you're out of luck bye friday yep. and then we're going to talk about elder scrolls online um a game that i played a little bit i've dabbled just a tiny bit into the game but i think mm -hmm. it's something you know we might need to look into just because it has that it doesn't play mm -hmm. like world of warcraft it plays more like Skyrim. Skyrim, Skyrim games, right. Yeah, right. Elder Scrolls. So, um, you know, they've been the MMO's been going for quite some time now, and uh, they released a trailer, which was a teaser trailer, for their new expansion, Greymore. Okay. Um, in the new CGI tease for Greymore, it's proof the the expansion, which will take players to Skyrim, is shaping up to be one of the most exciting yet. Greymore will be, rele be released on uh, PC on may 26th and then mm. xbox one and playstation 4 on june 9th okay this is going to take place 1000 years before uh players visited skyrim uh, okay in the elder scrolls 5 game uh, the new storyline will feature vampire lord a new trial complete with a c with sea giants and brand new antiquities system which um they don't really go into great detail on that, but it's going to be more lore-focused right. and have some exploration built into that. So the game's going to take back, like like we said, the game's going to take place in Skyrim. It's going to give a lot of the lore people, um, mm -hmm. you know, experience to go through and look at the dark history of the region, some of that lore that you heard, you know, in the, in the a, Scrolls Five game. That whole game is third person, is that right? Um, you can go first person and third person. I you can. Okay. I think on Elder Scrolls Online it's the same way. It's okay. built in the same manner that uh, that the other games were. Okay. Um, it's scaled back a little bit because it's such a you know you have yeah. so many players and right. things in it. But uh, yeah, it's still somewhat of the same experience, just maybe not as fluid because okay. it's an MMO. Right. It makes so, sense. Yeah. So that looked really neat. Um, and kind of wanting to. Check it out, especially since I played a lot of Skyrim in my day. What's that game run? Do you know? What's the the dollars um, on that one? I am not 100% sure. You know, they do a lot of pricing. 
um, but for the actual expansion um, they don't have it listed on here but I can look it up here in a bit once yeah, we're done. You, go to, you can go to your next one I'll look it up while you're going. So uh, this is kind of a feel-good story um, I had mentioned earlier that in gaming age is just a number well this is true for uh, this woman a Japanese woman who built a cult following online with her video game skills has been recognized as the world's oldest YouTube gamer. She is uh, 90 years old, if you're wondering. Nice. Um, her name is, hum I'm going to kill this name. Here we go. Hamako Mori, uh, known as Gamer Grandma, uh, to her 250,000 YouTube subscribers, started gaming 39 years ago. Nice. Um, her YouTube channel launched in 2015. And she posts up to four videos a month. Nice. I think does, I remember you bringing bringing her up and uh, some kind of story before. Well, that was the Sky, that was the Skyrim grandma. Oh, so you're this, right. Yeah, this yeah. is somebody different. This is the oldest YouTube game. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Oldest. Yeah, it was the Skyrim grandma. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So she uh, she now counts um, Grand Theft Auto as the series among one of her favorites. Really? Um, and yep, and she is officially in the Guinness Book of World Records for the oldest YouTuber, um, YouTube gamer. She also maintains a sharp sense of humor in her videos, uh, with one dubbed Elder plays Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Um in uh in ninety year old grandma plays Dauntless, which has more than three million views. Uh Maury blows out candles on her birthday cake before vlogging um her take on the monster battling game. I'm going, and this is what she says in quotes. I'm going to play Dauntless today. After I started playing this, it was so much fun, and I couldn't stop. I can't look in any other games. It's all <laughs> about this one. Sometimes I end up playing until 2 a.m. That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> so when we're like, oh, we're tired and we're old, no, mm -hmm. uh, gamer grandma has us beat. Yep, yep. Uh, we're just out of shape. Yep. <laughs> we need we need to learn from her. The old oh yeah. Guru. Now, if you're wondering, of course, she has a, a large collection of, of different consoles over the decades. Uh, the first one she owned was a Cassette Vision, which was released in Japan on July 30th, 1981. We weren't even born yet. Yep, she said it looked like so much fun, and I thought it's not fair if only children played it. So there you go. Okay, so Elder Scrolls is a subscription-based model, just like uh, World of Warcraft. It is players uh, it says players who currently subscribe to the Elder Scrolls. Uh, there is a free play period in the beginning, so you can test mm -hmm. it out. Looks like, and then you're going to be paying fourteen ninety nine a month. So, does yeesh. it have? Does it have a yearly? Actual, uh, well, no. Does it have? Do you still have to purchase the games though? Like with WoW, oh, you have to purchase each individual game. Yeah, that's a good expansion question. as they come out. So, like Graymore mm -hmm. would probably. If it was WoW, it'd be like a $45 game. And you still pay your subscription. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll pull it up as we're going here, and I'll, I'll try to get some more details. Okay, well, this next one you're really going to want to hone in on because you're mm. going to be excited. We mm. kind of discussed it in private last week, but you didn't announce it, I don't think. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, on, yeah, you're on, right. On the preface of, of, of the launch coming out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So here we go. Mafia Trilogy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Mafia Trilogy. If you're into Mafia games like me and mm -hmm. Ryan, then you're going to love it. You're going to gobble it up. Um, so here's the full details of the Mafia Trilogy. It was announced by 2K, uh, which was yesterday, 
and uh, they are going to partly release uh, with the launch of the definitive editions of Mafia 2 and Mafia 3 across PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Google Stadia. Nice. It's been revealed that the trilogy also includes Mafia Definitive Edition. This is going to be a bottom-up remake of 2K's Checks 2002 Open World Cult Classic, rebuilt by Hangar 13 in the same engine as Mafia 3. But this part of the bundle isn't out until August 28th. They say here in quotes, Nearly 20 years after the Mafia series started, we now have an amazing opportunity to introduce this beloved game to a new generation of players and give longtime fans a chance to relive Tommy's story with the stellar modern presentation, as well as Man. new story elements and gameplay features. That sounds good. I'm excited for that. The Mafia 2 Definitive, Definitive Edition will be a 4K remaster of the 2010 title, and then Mafia 3 uh, Definitive Edition is a reintroduction to Hangar 13's 2016 current-gen game, featuring all previously released DLC alongside the base campaign. All three titles are available to purchase separately, but those who either pre-order Mafia Definitive Edition or pick up Mafia's Trilogy will have access to the exclusive DLC when the former releases later in the summer. Including nice. special outfits, vehicles, weapons, uh, weapon skins. Uh, additionally, if you already own Mafia 2 or Mafia 3, you'll receive a free upgrade to the new Definitive Editions. While customers who own the combination of titles will receive special reduced prices, um, offers to complete the trilogy via in-game menus within each of the Mafia titles. Um, if you want to know more, you can go over to 2K's website and check it out. Um, nice. I'm really pumped. Just going to throw it out there. For me, as far as Mafia games, mm -hmm. the original Mafia that was released in 2002, uh, the best Mafia game I've ever played. Oh, yeah. I think Mafia and I liked Mafia 2. Mm -hmm. I did not get to play Mafia 3. That's when I was out of the gaming scene and trapped in no man's land still right before I moved over here. Yeah, um, had no internet and all that, but uh, I have I've heard it's good. Haven't yeah. played it, so I can't chime in. But yeah, one and two were both good. Mm -hmm. Me and you loved one. You know, mm -hmm. it was just oh, an amazing game. Yeah, it was the way they. It was just something that you know it wasn't the most polished game, and there were definitely bugs mm -hmm. and glitches in the game itself. But mm -hmm. The way they built that 1930s vibe and the just the whole atmosphere of that game um, was perfect. And then the seriousness that they took into the detail, like the fact that you had to keep your car filled up with gas. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in a car chase and you're going on E, you'd run out of gas, <laughs> have to fight your way out of a fight, you know, or um, I think they were the first game that I ever played that actually you would die if you crashed your vehicle. Like if you were in a high speed chase and just ran into something, it was like instant death killed you. Um so it made you kind of follow the rules of the road and had that yeah. realism yep. to you it. You couldn't just kind of like a play around like it's just a kitty game as mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it just had a really good story. Um, and it sounds like they're going to be faithful to the old one, um, but also expand on it a little bit. Um, so we'll we'll see what they do with it. But if it's anything like the first one, uh, to be able to play it in all its updated glory um, will be very amazing. Man, I don't see anything about buying the game. I'm on. I'm even on. Uh, it might just be subscription. 
Remember yeah, I'm on Elder Scrolls site. You can buy it by three months for thirteen ninety nine a month. You can buy it by the year for twelve ninety nine a month, or six months for twelve ninety nine a month, and by the year for eleven uh, sixty seven a month. Okay. Uh, each one of those packages come with extra crowns, and okay. then there's there's one that's uh, what you call a plus member, an ESO plus member, mm-hmm. um, and that looks like it gives you a lot of stuff. Like, geez, like I, extra, I don't even see extra. I don't see the. Stuff? Yeah, I don't see the price on that one for some reason. Mm-hmm. But it says that it gives you unlimited storage for crafting materials, mm. gives you uh, 650 crowns per month. Um, I don't know what that means. That's for mounts, pets, and more. I guess it's money, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, extra bank space, double the bank space, 10% increased to gold and expenses acquisition, mm-hmm. 10% increased to crafting uh Double furnishings and collectibles, double currency cap, and exclusive access to unique crown store deals. So, dang, that's a lot to offer. Uh, that kind of usually bugs me. I yeah. don't like it when they give you all that good stuff for paying more. That's not yeah. my vibe. Yeah. Um, and they do do a little of that, and I think that's just that that as a different model that they're using mm-hmm. there, you know. And I think with WoW, a lot of it's cosmetic usually. So, yeah. Um. I don't know. We may have to test the waters, at least do the free trial. Well, I think even all that stuff they named on here is kind of cosmetic. I mean, you get the benefit of being able to store more stuff and things like that. Crafting is the only thing that's really an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the ability to hold it. You're not getting crafting material. Mm -hmm. You're getting the ability to hold more of it, which that is an advantage, but not like, uh, you know, some kind of weapon that's hard to find or some kind of ability that's hard to get or. Something like that. That would drive me crazy even more. But yeah, it's on the cusp for me. That's yeah. that's uh what do you call that? Play to win? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit it's a little bit of that. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that in my games either, especially whenever the incentive is, hey, if you don't if you don't pay, you're not gonna be up to speed. Meh, I'm out right. at that yep. point. I'm turned yep. off. <laughs> so uh, sometimes I think video games kinda go a little bit too much into that route for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely personally. But uh, that's all I have on the news. So, um, but that's... Before, before we shift over, I was going to talk about, uh, I just made me think about, and I have no clue why. So don't judge me, guys. I was thinking about the value of what you're paying for the extras that you're getting. And then my mind just went to something that I had bought for my daughter and how I thought it was just a really good value. And mm-hmm. so now I'm going to talk about it real quick. Okay. This, this was a, uh, it's a robotics kit that they sell. I don't think it's at Walmart. It's on walmart.com. So you can order it and it'll ship to your Walmart for free. You know, mm-hmm. I think it was $21 and it came with um, three different robots to build. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the robots can be seven different robots. So he can like, you can reposition his pieces to make him into a different kind of space from a rover to a to a like a standing robot to uh, like a little go-kart to a satellite to a ship to whatever he does all these different things okay and then uh and he is he's solar powered or battery powered and it comes with a little solar panel then they got another little mini robot that's powered by salt Mm. and then there's another robot that's a spider that's powered by AAA batteries all of that for 21 bucks you don't get that kind of like that's yeah. a lot 
That of course, you gotta, you got to build it, yes, like a model. I get that. Mm-hmm. But that's the fun, right? So you're learning about circuitry and science. And I know a lot of gamers out there, a little, you know, like gaming and, and electronics. And mm-hmm. this is right down the alley. If your kid's into that kind of stuff and you maybe build computers, this would be kind of a cool thing to to play right. around with. I mean, for 21 bucks, that's going to give us probably five, six different sessions of, hey, let's build something. You know right. what I mean? And it'll be new each time. And we just built the spider. That's all we built so far and just had a freaking blast building it. It was easy. So, so it comes with three, three robots that come with parts to build. Not uh it's not like a Lego type deal where you're going to mix and match. No, no. The, the one is kind of mix and match. The one that does seven different ones. Oh, okay. right. You can reposition them and use the parts for different purposes. That's that mm-hmm. one. Uh, but they still give you a design. This is what you're going to build. Okay. You know what I mean? And they tell you how to build each one. That's and cool. how to hook up the wiring and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like that. Yep, it was cool That's for a sure. Very creative process. Yep, my daughter's seven, and it was not anywhere near beyond her understanding. Of course, she's into science and stuff like that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so she understands circuitry and whatnot. But even if your kid doesn't, uh, some of the parts are a little hard to clip together. But the way they're put together is very simple. So it's not like you don't need screwdrivers. It's not complicated. It's oh, like right. Legos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, really a kid, I think a kid that is good at Legos or into building, that's about, you know, maybe four or so, mm-hmm. could probably handle it. You know, they'll need more hand-on. But if right. your kid's six, seven, oh, yeah, it's right right in the we'll wheelhouse. Take off and go with it, yeah. Yep. yep. I remember um, getting a, it was a truck. It was like a model truck you could build, but it was a truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I got it halfway built, but the, mm-hmm. and then we got busy doing some other stuff. I think with sports, and then I just never went back to it. But heck of a frame, right? The wheels on that heck frame, of a frame, they worked. <laughs> now you're talking about one of those actual models where you had to use the glue and I, had like a billion pieces. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, this is. I did some of those when I was a kid too. I did a couple of spaceships, and I did a '67 uh, GTO, which was my favorite car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you paint them and stuff like that. And that was a lot yeah. of fun, but they do take a ton of time. You got to do it out in the garage or whatever. Cause the fumes will make you high as a kite. Yeah. I think mine but was this the is, cheaper. This version, is just clipped but... together. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And probably like, like for example, I think the spider probably had 30 pieces That's not bad. to where like a model car probably has like 200. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, those models are much oh, more. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now I don't think a six year old could probably build it on their own. That's not what I mean. I just mean they can handle each step if you told them what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're reading if they're reading the directions and you're there to guide them, they can put it together. To where younger than that, you're probably going to be building it and they're going to be watching. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant by that. Yeah. Yeah. But for twenty one yeah. bucks, shoot, get it, put it, put it away for a rainy day. Kids, like, what do we do? Boom, you're we're building, building a robot. robot. Yeah, that's go. cool. <laughs> I like it. Um, kids just have cooler things to play with these days. Kind of jealous, you know? Yeah, you know, that's what you think. And then my uh, my uh, friends from, from church, Arnold's, uh, they bought Rory a walkie-talkie, just a regular old walkie-talkie um, for, for her birthday, and it's been like her favorite thing. I mean, she just freaking <laughs> loves it. And it's like, we have phones. You use a cell phone 24-7. Yeah. You can FaceTime your friend, Claire. Yeah, and she does. Right. And the walkie-talkie was still like, Mind blowing. I mean, she just loved it because she could go outside. I could yeah. be inside, and we're like police, you know. Over, we're all, you know, we're saying over every time we that's, do it. That's what it we're, is. It's a, it's that. Yeah, we're it's investigating whole... stuff out in the yard, and 
and she just thinks it's cool. You know, hey, if I'm in the car and mom's going on her walk, I keep the walkie-talkie. If I need her, I can just, I don't have to freak out. I just yell, hey, mom, something's going on. You know, mom comes over and helps me out in the car because she'll be locked in the car, you know, mm-hmm. while mom's walking at the at the uh, lake. There's a little walkway right there at the lake where you can see the car, but you can't hear. You know what I mean? And so usually Rory will just like scream out the window or something if she needs her. So right. she thinks that's real cool. Um, and then, of course, she tries to get her daughter, her little sister, to talk on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. She never does. Like, she'll be making so much noise. And as soon as you put the little walkie-talkie up to her, she's silent. Just she gets frustrated. It. By the, yeah, that? like, what is, it, what is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's their, and they're their camo, purple rainbow, or purple camo. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so they're still girly and stuff. But, yeah, she's just jacked about them. We're going to pay police, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't even give her the police idea. You just know when you start hearing it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, oh, that sounds like police, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, we want some more stories, but we want some final fantasy stories. So I'm gonna oh, let you yeah. share your tips and tricks ace. In a world of Easter eggs and cheats, it's time for what they don't want you to know. guys uh we're here with the tips and tricks of final fantasy 7 remake uh, believe it or not it is different than the original final fantasy it's got some adjustments some modernization and some things like that done to it that make it uh, play out a little differently than it used to also um a lot of people it's their first time playing any final fantasies i think it's going to be my first final fantasy it looks very good i have not played it yet um, so I was looking up some tips and tricks to and some videos on kind of what's the game like, mm-hmm. and it just looks really good. So uh, I'll probably pick this up when I get some extra money. Maybe me and Clint can do some playthrough uh, on Parsec or something mm-hmm. like that because it is not co-op, which usually I stay away from non-co-op, but uh, it's really just known to be an epic game, a really yeah. great adventure. It's a long game with a lot of detail and a lot of story. And uh, me and Clint both like those kind of games. And I don't think either one of us have ever gotten to Final Fantasy, right? Just no, happens no. to be one we never did. I yeah. think I like rented it a long, long time ago, like the original series, and just didn't know. I wasn't uh-huh. quite old enough to get into the, the strategy of it, right? Yeah. Well, what's very different about Final Fantasy from what I've looked at and people that I've talked to last couple of years is it's not like, uh, say you play Resident Evil and it's kind of like, well, that's, that's what Resident Evil is, right? Mm-hmm. They may change the the way the game plays out or, uh, you know, how scary one is versus the other, but it's the same game Mm -hmm. to where final fantasy has kind of been all over the place over the years Mm -hmm. from its early days to later days. It's like some of them are nothing like the other ones. They're completely the structure of the game, all that kind of stuff. And so there's people that love final fantasy and just completely skip certain ones because it's not the kind of final fantasy they want. Yeah. If that makes sense. But there's followers of both kinds, or maybe I think there's maybe three different kinds. People can correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I understand, it's not like slight variances in the game. It's completely different. Completely different style. Yeah. So you, yeah, so you may play one Final Fantasy and be like, I don't get the game, and then play another one and be like, freaking awesome game. Mm-hmm. Even though they're the same, which we're not used to that, right? We, that doesn't usually, we may say, yeah, oh, I didn't really like Resident Evil 5 because of the, the kind of gameplay but not because of the kind of game, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, So 
This one sounds really good. Looks really good. They've spent a lot of time on the graphics and all that kind of jazz. And uh, it just looks like a beautiful game. You know, if you're into unique art style and uh, I really like it when games, me and Clint were just talking about this the other day where they will push um, realism, but mm-hmm. they don't actually make it real. They make it real within that game. Does that make sense? So you feel mm-hmm. like, man, these graphics are very sharp. These graphics are very smooth and good to look at, but it doesn't feel like reality. They've created their own reality in the way things are supposed to look. That's how I see Final Fantasy, especially uh-huh. this this new one when you watch the videos and stuff on it. So we're going to do a, a quick run through on some some tips and things like that. Uh, some of them may seem kind of basic, and some of them I think are probably uh, great tips and and we'll just kind of see what we think on them. Okay. okay. Sounds good to me. Uh, tip number one is smash every box you see. Okay. These are going to be basically boxes that have things in them uh, that you get. It says right from the beginning, after the first few fights that you have, uh, the game is going to prompt you about what they call uh, Shinra. I'm probably saying that wrong. Maybe Shinra boxes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that also that you can smash. Uh, you'll notice these boxes throughout the entire adventure. And if you ever spot any, make sure that you smash them. Not only will they often have uh, some MP you can recover, but uh, it enables you to perform certain moves and spells. Uh, But the boxes can also contain Moogle medals, which will help, uh, will come into play later in the game. It's something that you'll need as you progress further in the game. The more medals you can get a hold of the better. Uh, it says, I always quite enjoy smashing up boxes anyways, just cause it's fun to do. And the final, uh, final fantasy seven remake rewards you for smashing lots of boxes. So keep an eye out, smash everyone. Um, sometimes you do find out in some games that you kind of like, you skip past things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Borderlands was kind of that way to where you get these little pile of bones or different things like that. And a lot of people will skip past those. And then next thing you realize, you break one open or one of them little graveyard deals, and it's like freaking super sweet elemental gun. Right. And you're like, oh, crap, how many of these have I passed? They're saying, you know, you're not going to get anything super epic, but they are things that are going to have a big impact on the game later in this game. So don't skip them just because you may have you may have bunched, busted a bunch and just got uh, MP from it, but then you're going to bust some other ones and you're going to get those medals and, and wish you had not skipped the last five, okay. basically. So uh knock them out okay uh another one that happens a lot in games including games like borderlands like i just mentioned same kind of style is uh you get you always get all these main missions right and then you're going to get side missions along with it final fantasy 7 is the same way you're going to get these side missions um and the side missions are going to be uh lit up a different color than the rest and a lot of people think well i'll just skip these side missions well the game is designed to where if you skip the side missions, your XP is going to be maybe lacking when you move into certain areas of the game or against certain bosses. Mm-hmm. And not only that, um, there's different things that you get from these side missions that can help you, like uh, different weapons and rewards that you're not going to get if you never go to those side missions, right? Okay. And so some games, I've definitely played games where the side missions are just nothing, right? Yeah, um, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I would actually say that would be like... Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, right? There's a lot of side missions in Grand Theft Auto 5 that really don't have any relevance to your game. They're not going to hurt you. They're fun if you want to do them, right. but if you don't do them, no big deal. 
Um, Sometimes this is basically just collection, like collect this amount of mm-hmm. stuff. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is saying, uh, you know, the difference uh, of the side quests, uh, the differences between the side quests is limited, and uh, in the chapters that have them, they they don't vary much. And then they do vary between each chapter, if that makes okay. sense. So if within the chapter you're in, they're going to be a lot alike. Uh, but if you do them all, you can unlock special scenes uh, or a discovery and even get your hands on um, some useful materia and weapons. Okay. So definitely so sounds, some things. So, so it sounds like with this, they definitely took the approach. Now, I never played Final Fantasy VII, the original, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds like they're definitely taking um, everything in this game counts. As far as right. it's going to have an impact on your end game, right? It said, I mean, it says that it, probably not. Probably by the time you get to the very end, a lot of times these games, um, you kind of circle back and you end up being okay. It's more like when you first start progressing to stronger. Okay. Enemies is what it sounds like on this one. It says the game does allow you to skip the odd jobs if you just want to uh, keep making your way through the main story, but it's absolutely worth putting the time in to complete them. It's not one of them where they're not worth anything, but mm-hmm. it's also not one where you're just going to be screwed if you don't. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, next one on here is going to be uh, for the quests. Sometimes on the map on here, if you're new to Final Fantasy VII, sometimes it's hard to find out where you need to go. Uh, you can see the objective on the map, but how do I get there or what would be the first step along this mission? I guess can be hard to figure out sometimes. It's a little confusing. It says one of the best ways uh, to figure that out is to actually go back to the uh, quest giver, which to me I find odd, and I wouldn't think about that because usually whatever the quest giver says is what's there for you to read when you click on the quest, mm-hmm. right? So if you're playing Borderlands, going back to the quest giver is not going to tell you anything, right? right? That would actually help you with the quest. It's all going to be there saved in mm-hmm. your little data bank. Uh, this is not the same. So if you didn't pay attention the first time, you may end up kind of not knowing what to do when the quest actually comes. Okay. So sometimes it says what you need to do is go back to the quest giver, and he's going to give you some hints that will actually help you with that so specific So you have to pay quest. attention to being more engaged with this kind of yep. game. When you're in yep. it, you're in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, which I thought, that's kind of interesting. You know, that's a different twist. I don't know if it would bug me or if I would kind of like it because it causes a little bit more immersion, right? Mm-hmm. I think with you, it you bug you. A little bit more. If you're like yeah, yeah. easily distracted, yeah. <laughs> especially if we're playing it together, you'd be like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so this one time there was a sword. Oh, wait, what did he just say? I just missed it with the freak. You know? Yeah, I don't know. We'll just click on the mission. It doesn't say, oh, we're that screwed. sucks. We got to go all the <laughs> way back to him. Yeah, I can see it bothering me for sure. Uh, it says, it says uh, talking to them multiple times will provide clues for each location your goal can be found. Oh, yeah, so it's definitely even the first time you click on them is not going to tell you everything. You want to click on them again and click on them again, oh, and it's going to give you different clues to different steps of that mission. That's a lot. I don't know. That is a lot. That's <laughs> I don't know on that. <laughs> so pay attention. Um, I don't want to say take notes because no gamer is ever going to take notes, but take note in your head. Or Google yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, today's world. When we were young, you couldn't do that kind of thing. See, so uh-huh. you just you just had to power yep. through. Yep. And when our kids are old, they're going to say, "I mean, just jump on TikTok. I'm sure there's this 15 second tutorial." And you're going to be like, "What?" Or they'll just say, "Um, just uh, hit that little button in the back of your head there." Oh um, man, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you just <laughs> automatically search it up in your head already because you're connected to the internet. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully there is a button, right? That actually allows us to say, no, I don't want to be connected at this moment. Yep. I'm doing personal things with the wife. Right. There you so. go. <laughs> yep. Good old foot massage. Yeah. Yeah. Good old foot massage. That's exactly what I was talking about. Thanks. Yeah, of course. For clarifying that for the listeners. <laughs> uh, step uh, clip or clip. <laughs> We're talking step, about clip, TikTok. Um, tip number four, guys. Uh, make sure you use different weapons. Okay. Uh, the original Final Fantasy uh, with your main character, Cloud, uh, he's got his Buster Sword, which is like that big old sword everybody recognizes when they think of Final Fantasy, right? Buster. Um, yep. That that sword is kind of like your go-to, and it's uh, it's easy to think that's the sword you always want to use because it's in the old one it was kind of, from what I understand. Uh, this has definitely got way more variety in weapons and way more um, uh, like upgrades and things like that going on within your weaponry and within the building of your character. Mm-hmm. And so this says you don't not all weapons are made for all characters, if that makes sense, because there's multiple characters that you can play with, okay. but each character is good at certain skills, and within that range, there's not one weapon that's the best. You can kind of hone the weapon that fits your style with the character, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. you want to try different things out, check them out, um, and that kind of brings me to the next one, which is kind of tip five, to keep upgrading your weapons. Okay, It says that they've got a system to where you're actually going to get points when your character upgrades, that you're also going to get points in your weapons. Uh, the weapons are going to have like a natural upgrade to their skill level, if I'm understanding it right, mm-hmm. um, that go with you. And even if you pick up a new weapon, it's going to retro update to, you know, whatever you've done that would normally upgrade you in that weapon, even if you just picked it up. But there are upgrades to do to your weapon, not just leveling, if that makes sense. Okay. And so these... It's like little add-ons these, and stuff? Yeah, and you're going to um, use what they call SP or skill points, right? We all know what that is. You've got that in, in the borderlands or anything else. And mm-hmm. you'll take those skill points and you can use those to actually upgrade that weapon, whatever weapons you like to use, make sure you're upgrading them regularly because they can have some huge advantages and uh, you can upgrade a weapon to really fit your fighting style too. So you upgrade it in a certain direction. So it'd be like a skill tree, mm-hmm. but you're going to see that play out through your weapons rather than just yourself. And so you upgrade these, and they're going to help build your way of playing and the way, way of fighting that you want to. Um, and it's kind of like Borderlands. You could easily get kind of deep into Borderlands and then forget, right? Uh, crap, I got five skill points over here. If I had used those, that last battle would have been so much easier because I could have upgraded this and that. That's the same thing they're saying. Don't forget about them. Make sure you go in and check and upgrade whenever you can so you don't waste time not having it. Um. Your some of your abilities, which they call you know materia, the things that you get throughout the game. Uh, one of them that you get is called the assess materia, mm-hmm. um, and basically, I know it's going to be complicated for you guys, but you're going to use it to assess the situation. So that's what the assess does. Is assesses. Uh, you turn it on. You basically use it to look at different spots on the enemies or look at different enemies, and because you're using it it's going to expose um, different weaknesses or different things. They'd be like taking a closer look, right? You're kind of okay. uh, be like so this, searching this, the room. Okay. So this one takes a hit them in the back. They're weaker than hit them in the front. Exactly. Or... Yep. Yep. Okay. Or, or this, this certain character is weak to this kind of attack. Even it gets okay. you know specific in that way. When you're moving into a new area, 
Um, and then all of a sudden you look over here and you've been using this kind of spell, but you realize that kind of a thing uh, does not work. Maybe this certain creature uh, is really weak to a melee attack with your sword, right? Mm -hmm. Or something like that. So it's going to give you some kind of, you're going to learn something by looking and not just by looking once. It says when it comes to bosses, it's one of the best ways to assess is to beat them is to assess. You want to use that skill a lot and have it ready to use and easy to use. Uh, a lot of people underuse it. They say when you're fighting bosses, you can find out not just what area is weak, but if you assess at the right time, you'll find out this is the time to strike. And now you know when he does that kind of movement or maybe he's charging up for an attack or different things like that, that that's when it's the time to hit him and there's this certain spot that's exposed. Or, mm -hmm. But you don't necessarily get all that from one assessment. Okay. Does that make sense? And yeah. so it's kind of like you're assessing as you go during the fight and when it comes to boxes. Continually yep. assessing. Right. And so you they know, really. You, you uh, say assess, and it kind of, I don't want to get too off topic here, but mm -hmm. we've, we've been talking about Elder Scrolls, right? And mm -hmm. I remember playing, I think it started with Oblivion, but they carried it over into Skyrim, which is the speech skill. And uh -huh. I guess for some reason, I don't know why, but it triggered the whole I like lying in video games. Like anything where I can just, you know. They're like, yep. hey, I'm not going to tell you. Go do this for me first. And then you do the lie. And it's like, you know, I think you're beautiful. Next thing you know, oh, okay, well, mm -hmm. here's here's the item. You know, you got to go get it now. Mm -hmm. for the thing. Yep, uh, yep. Live out my uh, uh, evil fantasy, you know, in my video games. Yeah, you know what? You say that, and I think I haven't played um, Final Fantasy at all. I don't know how much... Is it kind of like that? I would almost guess so, even though none of these tips mention that. I would guess that it is maybe a response kind of game because that's the kind of RPG it is, right? And it's, mm -hmm. uh, it kind of makes me think of like, uh, what's that Disney one? Something Hearts? Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts. It's that way, right? You interact mm -hmm. and there's different choices that you make and then it goes from there just like Skyrim. Um, I'm not sure if this game is that way or not, but I kind of would expect it to be. Um now you got me thinking, but yeah. Thinking. So you, there you go. Yep. And so, yes, that's what you need to be doing in this game is thinking by using your assess. Okay. And so you're going to use that to figure out all kinds of things. You want to assess, assess that like Ryan assesses his pizza. Yep. It says not only does this help with, uh, help you from a tactical standpoint, but also helps you unlock more materia. So I guess you're going to see things oh. that you wouldn't see. Because you're looking closer, okay? Look at it. Just look at it. You guys know who I'm talking about. Would you look at if that? You're, if you're older and you were into YouTube eight years ago. Um, uh, the more you use it, the more uh, battle intel you're going to gather. Uh, pretty much the stuff I was saying. I'm just making sure I'm not missing anything. Um, nope. I think that's it. The last tip that I've got on... Here, I've actually got some other ones that I wrote down that I was going to look over here just to see if there's any I didn't want to skip. But the last one on here that I thought was good and, and worth saying is uh, always check the vending machines. It's the final tip on here. It says, throughout your journey in Midgar, you'll often come across a bench and vending machine. These little uh, break areas are incredibly useful for restoring uh, your party's MP and health. Uh, but it's... Hold on. But it's a way for you to uh, unlock music and get some items uh, for a markdown price. Okay. So you can find good deals on them. So yeah, even that makes me think of the vending machines at uh, Borderlands. I know I keep relating mm -hmm. this to Borderlands, but a lot of it kind of makes me 
it's a whole different kind of art and a different kind of game. It's all RPG. It's, it's still got RPG elements. Yeah, yeah, very much. And I, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, I always like those kind of games, but there's not that many of those kind of games that are that are co-op. So I haven't played that many of those kind of games. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, that makes uh, sense. The ones, the ones that are co-op I fall in love with because I get to play them with friends. Mm-hmm. The ones that aren't co-op are probably just as good. I just don't ever play them because I play games with friends instead, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this definitely has elements that, that make me think, hmm, this is definitely a game I would enjoy. Uh, I know one of the tips that I wrote down was uh, real good. Let me see here on my list here. Oh, uh, a lot of people use dodge in this game. Uh, there is no way in this game to actually avoid um, all damage, if that makes sense. So, like in some games, if an enemy strikes and you're executing a dodge, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not going to get hit. Uh, in this, you are still going to get hit. It, there is no, you know, frame at which you can hit it and completely escape damage. In that sense. Um, if he strikes at you and you're within range, he's still going to damage you. So it says it's better to use running and dodging, which will actually help you completely get out of the way of the attack altogether, than it is to just use dodge. You think you're not getting damaged, but you are. It's just a little less, and it'll catch up to you. Okay. Um, and then it says also, uh, let me see here. Oh, it says it's better to, to try to learn how to rely on your guarding, which I'm guessing would be blocking, right? Mm -hmm. Different kind of blocks and things like that within the game. And if you get better at your blocks, that's better than dodging and trying to get out of the strike is what it's saying. Um, Another one was for if you're using an item um, one at a time, it's super slow. So say you're using a a 25% heal or something like that. I'm making this up. Guys who know the game, I get it. Don't trash me for it, but I'm sure I'm sure not every time you heal, it's 100%. None of these kind of games work that way. So if you're using a heal or something like that, if you hold L1 while having that item selected, it'll just mm-hmm. continue repeating the use of that item. And so you don't have to go back into the menu, select it again, and do it again. And so if you're in between fighting this group and there's another group coming to fight, this is a much, much faster way to regenerate or to do whatever it is you're trying to do out of your menu is to hold L1 and to keep that item ready to go. Um, it also says another quick tip. This is probably my last one uh, is, and I never would have guessed this because I've never come across this on any game, but when you are going through your, um, when you're scrolling through your list of, of items, mm-hmm. right, things to pick, Usually you can use your direction pad, your D-pad, or you can use your left joystick, right? That's common for all these games. Um, This actually says, but if you use both, it goes way faster. Ah, I don't know why. I don't know why they made it that way. You know, they used to do that in, like, I think Nintendo 64. Oh, really? Like, if you're scrolling through um, menus, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd you'd click the the analog left and the D-pad left. Okay. And it'd go a little bit faster. I didn't okay. that. Yeah, I didn't see. I, I wasn't a big N64 guy, so I don't mm-hmm. remember that at all. But yep, that's what the set is doing. So it says very useful when managing your materia. So you can switch stuff fast and on the fly. It's much, much faster than using just one if you use them both together. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of people playing that game that just heard that and they're like, no, <laughs> really? You know, and then you're going to go try it and be like, oh, crap. It's super long.
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's it, guys. I'm going to scroll through here real quick on on the tips, but I do not see any other tips that I thought were like, you know, this one's got to be said. Right. Uh, you can hit L2. You probably know this one. You can hit L2. That cycles through your mini map, uh, your compass, or you can make it where you have nothing up on your HUD screen up on the top right. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, that's you usually have some kind of option like that in most games, so I'm sure you probably know that one. And, yeah, that's it. That's it. The rest of these that I wrote down were on that pre-made list that I was reading just a minute ago. But uh, it sounds like a good game. Usually if I get into reading tips and tricks on a game and I watch some videos on the game and I'm still kind of like, hmm, I'm, I'm intrigued or more intrigued, usually it's a decent game. Usually it's yeah. a game worth checking out and playing. Because um, usually there's some things I'm reading and I run into real quickly that I go, uh, that's not me. I don't like that. Right. Uh, but, but nothing about this game did that. It's a different style than I'm used to playing. Kind of like Clint said, I never got into this style of RPG really. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks beautiful, and it looks like it's a it's a really full in depth game, and I usually like that. So yeah. something I probably will put on my my wish list for when I have a little extra cash. And that is, uh, guys, if you want to buy that, that is a PlayStation Four exclusive. Um, oh, several, really? Mm-hmm. There's several different pricing on, um, like Walmart right now. They have it for forty nine ninety four, so you can get a little bit cheaper online okay. through them if you want to order it. Um, yep, there's probably Buy. people out there listening and going, Ryan, you know, you only have PC, and this is a PS four exclusive. Yeah, but you have uh, friends that have PlayStation four. Yeah, I do, I do, but that does suck because I didn't realize that. Oh, there yeah. you go. Sorry about that. Sorry I had to rain it's on right. your parade. It's Looks right. like a really good game though. It'll be in PS5 too. And we, you know we may we may go PS5. Yeah. You I know you're gonna. I know you enough, you're gonna. I don't even know what I'm gonna do yet because Yeah, you are. You're not gonna get it right away. You're gonna get it though. Yeah. I'll get something. <laughs> I get something. You know, I can't go without having the latest console. A console. Yeah, you yep. can't. I'm just spoiled. Oh, you're way. saying you're saying you're not sure between that and Xbox yet. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a little bit and then decide. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Because here's the thing, I have almost everything I want on PC anyway. Right. So I'll be protected by not missing mm-hmm. out. It's not like I'm buying games as they come off the shelves anymore anyway. With right. My with my life, with family. So right. there you go. I did want to uh give a shout out real quick to Click Gaming wanted to uh, basically give you guys an update on their tournament listing right now that they have. Uh, if you're ever wondering where you can find their tournaments, you can go over to battlefly.com uh, backslash click gaming. That's all one word. Um, and you can look at their tournament listing. Um, but right now they have a pre-made teams uh, Halo, uh, Halo 2 doubles tournament, uh, Team Slayer. It's a $20 prize. It's free to enter. Okay. Um, I was just talking to a young guy that works with me um, about getting in on some of these. And he was like, keep me updated. And I was like, what do you mean? Keep you updated. I just gave you the details. I just gave you what site to go to go in and join. Yeah. Don't, don't like, be that guy. If you want to like play, possibly, get on and play. Yeah. I think people yeah. think it's like, Oh, they're putting it together. No, you just go on here, register, yeah. follow the instructions, get in the right. discord and play. It. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing complicated guys. This is, this is an easy, relaxed group. These are people that, that we know that are just like us. It's They just want to play. Um, it's, it's not going to be some tight-wad group of people that you got to like get in with them to get in in the tournament. It's nothing mm-hmm. like that. If there's an opening in the tournament, you just go and you join and you play. That's it. Yeah, they want as about, many people as possible. Yeah, They're all about building the community. That's what they yeah, want. That, 
that's why we partnered with these guys because they're not pretentious <laughs> and those kind of things. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. You, if you if you're a young guy or an old guy and you've always wanted to say, I wonder how I do and some people that are actually caring. Of course, these aren't pros, you know, it's twenty bucks. Sometimes it's a hundred bucks, things like that. You know what I mean? But you you got a real opportunity to to make a little money and have some fun. You're playing anyways. Why would you not join the I tournament? I think one of these days I just may join one and just try it. I'm like a game that yeah, I Yeah, of course it's free. And see where I go, you know? Yes. Yes. And then I'm like, hey Ryan, I won twenty bucks. How'd you win twenty bucks? I got real lucky. No, we're gonna get we're gonna play four v four Warzone. We're gonna bring Justin uh, McGinnis in. If you guys haven't watched him, he does live uh streaming and stuff like that. We'll probably have him and his cousin on as a guest here soon. Uh, they do, they're just, uh, what do you call that? They do Twitch and that kind of stuff. They're real gamers. You know, they're not dad gamers <laughs> like us. Yeah. And you can, um, follow, you can find them over at, uh, you can find, uh, Gotti G O T T I I underscore X. And then you got Brazi Brazi TV. Uh, that's B R A S S S I I T T V over on the Twitch. Yeah. And, um, actually, uh, their, uh, streaming programs wanting to sponsor the show. So we, you may be hearing a little bit more from them uh, in the near future. Um, yeah, they're good guys too. Uh, what was I even saying? I was, I was saying something about. Them. I was promoting click click gaming oh. tournaments, and we got no, yes, and that's what. I, no, no, it wasn't <laughs> off track. I was saying we're going to get Ryan Martin, who's a great gaming friend of mine. He, he's one of those guys that makes me not be able to blame my age anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's my same age, but he's a beast. Yeah. And then we we get uh, Justin or Rowdy, and then me and you. Mm-hmm. And we play four v four Warzone. We've got a chance, seriously, because those two dudes are beasts, and they can carry me and you. We're we're good listeners, guys. I got we're you. good listeners. Yeah. So I guess you're. I guess what you're saying is Hunter's internet is still going to be down because I didn't hear him in that equation. No, actually, we'd have to. <laughs> the reason why I said that is because I'm more important than Hunter, right? Uh, and so if only we can't. We can't. To, pull, you need to be boosted. I get what you're saying here. Well, what I'm saying is if we can't bring three of us. We can't bring three of us and just one of the elites. That's not enough to carry us. We suck that oh, bad. Okay. So it's got to be two elites and two of us. I can rotate with Hunter. You can rotate with Hunter, whatever. That doesn't matter. Oh, okay. But so it's, it's not going to work if there's three of us is what I'm saying. Okay. We could do it for fun, but I think the chance of winning sales at that point. Well, we'll just sit in the Discord server, and when we rotate, we'll just screen share, and Ooh, then the other guy go. can watch and see what the, what the other dude's doing. So anyway, I don't want to get too far off because I – they're still waiting on a date for this. T- <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Just, Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, so this is a pre-made tournament. Halo 2 doubles Team Slayer. $20 prize. That's going to be May 23rd, 2020 at 530 p.m. Central Standard. You've also got a free to enter 1v1 Fortnite box fight. Uh, that's going to be a $5 prize. Uh, May 24th, 2020. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be at 1.30 p.m. You've also got Apex Legends uh, Xbox One tournament that's going to be 3v3s. It's $30 Ooh. prize. You need to have pre-made teams. That's going to be May 24th at uh, 5.30 p.m. Um, they've also got a Valorant tournament, 5v5, $100 prize. Um, that's going to be pre-made teams. That's May 30th, 2020 at 11.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're getting into the Call of Duty territory Okay. Looks like a lot of Call of Duty stuff is going to be going down in June, uh, especially that early part of June. We've got uh, 3v3 Call of Duty, um, and it's going to be free to enter with prizes. They've got, uh, that's going to be June 4th, 2020, 5.30 okay. p.m. You've also got a free to enter Warzone 2v2. 
That's going to be uh, June 6th, 2020, 1.30 p.m. Um, and then paid to enter, you got a 2v2 gunfight uh, with a $100 plus bonus. Um, and that's going to be pre-made teams as well. Um, anything that's teams, most of it's all pre-made. Anyway. Pre-made teams, yeah, yeah. just because it's online. When yeah. Click Gaming does like uh, regular tournaments, like once this whole COVID thing's gone, um, you can almost always they'll partner you up with some other singles. Mm-hmm. When you show up to the tournament and play, you can call them, make sure. But uh, almost always that's been the case. On the online, I think that's just a harder thing to do. Yeah, you know, to partner up the singles and stuff like that because they need to mm-hmm. sign up ahead of time. And everything. Yeah, that one's going to be June fourteenth, uh, and that's going to be at one thirty p.m. You've also got a free to enter Michael Myers night vision mode, twenty five dollar prize, one v one. Sounds mm-hmm. like our kind of night right there. That's going to yep. be June 14th, 7 o'clock p.m. Um, and then a free-to-enter 2v2 gunfight, $250 prize plus a bonus. Um, that's going to be June 28th, the day after my birthday. You said, you said, you said, hold on, don't just breeze past that. Did you say $250? $250 prize. That's a free-to-enter? That's a free-to-enter 2v2 gunfight. Come on, guys. That's a free-to-enter tournament with a $250 prize. That's what I make a week. And then you can donate it to Clint for his birthday because, you know, yeah. it's the day after my birthday. Uh, hey, it's for reals, yeah, if, you're, a, if, you're, if you're been thinking about playing some tournaments, this is a great way to jump in and say, hey, do I have any chance at any of this or am I a recreational think I'm a good gamer? This is perfect. This is perfect for you to jump in and test your skills. Don't forget Game Gym also. We're not going to read all those right now, but right. Click Gaming works with Game Gym and they've got, they've got stuff listed Every weekend too, it's yep. the same exact thing because click, click gaming is setting them up. Yeah, and they're also in there with uh, Game Sharks. That's uh, Sharks with a Z. Um, that that company also. I mean, they're all kind of a conglomerate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, they work together. A group. So uh, we've also got free to win Nintendo Switch. Details inside. Uh, that's a one v one. That's June 30, 2021 p.m. Right here it says free Nintendo Switch giveaway, um, so you can register and win a Nintendo Switch. You'll be contacted by an Army recruiter. Uh, you can let them know. Um, you can easily say that you're interested and don't want to join, and that's what the minimum requirement is to win it. So, Okay, that other one, the other one too for 250 that one is also uh, with the, the new deal that they're working. That's That one's uh, supported by the Army. So that's okay. who has has pledged that 250 and is set up uh, basically as a sponsor, if I understand right. These are basically yeah, they're, sponsors they're for tournaments. Gaming. Yep. And uh, having more of those. Yep. And it, it so is official. You guys so. know, some of these bigger ones like that that you'll see, uh, there's even bigger ones than 250 bucks. Uh, not all of them are free to enter. I think all these, uh, the Army ones right now are free to enter because they're just trying to attract people and uh, try to promote things and, um, like you said, you can join the tournament. Doesn't mean you're going to join the army. <laughs> right, 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 freak right. Out. But they do. Uh, they do want to check with you and see if you're interested. That's for yeah, sure. That's right. It is for and recruiting. Then, and then XN Jetamind uh, says that the two fifty dollar you know uh, tournament is a sponsorship, but also uh, it'll have a pot increase based on the number of entries. So, oh, nice. That's, that's what, what the that bonus plus, is. That's what the bonus is. So, okay, that cool. could turn out to be hey. a big one. So yeah, so that's uh, that's what's going on in the world of click gaming, and uh, just awesome, awesome guys. Everybody we've met in the esports world so far has just been really friendly, really awesome, um, and we enjoy growing and learning with them 
um, through this whole process. So it's very cool. Yeah. It, and, you know, it's, I think it's because this local group here, we're, it's Oklahoma guys, right? I mean, if you listen to the podcast, uh, we know we got people overseas and we've got people, uh, you know, on the coast and stuff like that too, that listen to the podcast, but Oklahoma is always slightly behind the curve in things that are not as much now the internet's bigger, right? But we're mm-hmm. still behind the curve in some things. And one of the things Oklahoma's behind the curve in, but is actually exploding right now and is pushing hard for it is uh, esports. Yep. Esports, esports, uh, not just tournaments, but we're talking about school teams, college teams, scholarships, all that kind of stuff. And because everybody is enthusiastic to bring it here to Oklahoma and bring that, uh, so you don't have to travel to be an esports guy and you can actually get experience right here locally and build your, uh, your skill set and uh, actually get rewarded for it. Like I said, mm-hmm. for scholarships, and things like that. That's why it's actually uh, just a bunch of good guys. Cause they're yeah. kind of like, you know, they're all in they're this. They're the forefathers really, of esports for Oklahoma. Yeah, really. yeah. Yeah, they're here to promote esports itself. They're not just here to promote themselves. Mm-hmm. We promote click gaming and we promote these guys and we talk about them. Um, but the whole reason we got in with click gaming is because the enthusiasm that he had for esports. Mm-hmm. And he opened my mind to some things there. Uh, Johnny Weaver over there opened my mind to uh, what kind of increase we're seeing and in, in what's really out there right now uh, for these schools and, and teams uh, high schools and all that kind of stuff that are going on. Um, it's all just developing right now, right in front mm-hmm. of us. You know, the, the, even the high school, what do you call it? High school. Esports. Group, uh, yeah. But the group, the, there's a, there's a thing over it that basically determines what's the rules are and all that kind of stuff. That's just kind of happening. It exists, right. but it's all new and it's all, you know, like what do we have the OSSAA or whatever it's called mm-hmm. over the regular sports. Right. Well, the esports have their own thing because yeah, it's brand new. Their own, they're going to have their own um, mm-hmm. collective thing for right. that. Um, right. Yeah. Oversight really committee. Good. I guess yeah. that's what you call that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, fact, we're, I just had a, just had a friend of mine grounds. today that texted me and said, Hey, um, he worked for a school and he, uh, his school is thinking about, opening up an esports team and he was wanting mm-hmm. to know um, who can I get in contact with and how can I, yep. you know what he has to do the budget for it. And uh, that's excites yeah. me because it's like, well, we know somebody. I, I don't know who you <laughs> told him. I'm sure you didn't tell him Johnny Weaver. Maybe possibly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's really exciting to see what's happening in esports in Oklahoma and really across the world because esports is just kind of slowly taking its foothold you know you see it in uh, espn stuff now i'm hearing their uh, reporting on this stuff and so it's really growing i think you have to get past the stigma of what the older generations think of gaming mm-hmm. uh, but as we're all as us gamers are all maturing and you know getting older, it's like hey yeah that is a yeah you know well we're we're starting to be the older generation so that's why you're that. seeing the shift you know i mean it just is <laughs> right our kids are young but by the time our kids become 12, it won't be weird anymore. I yeah. won't, it won't be thought of as weird that my kid wants a scholarship for esports. For esports, yeah. Yeah, to college. I'll be thinking, awesome, right? To where yeah. the generation right before us, they're on the edge of that. It's kind of, we're in the middle of a shift, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not old, but we're not young. We're, we're 32. But, you know, we're, we're I think a lot of our age. audience is near that age, too. Yeah, we are. We're prime. Yeah, we're prime. in our prime, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you definitely want to check out, definitely want to check those tournaments out. Like I said, it's free to play. You can go in. I mean, I guarantee you spend more time wasting your time on social media than you would entering a tournament, honing your gaming skills, and possibly making a little cash on the side. 
Heck uh, yeah. You know, maybe pay yeah. for dinner that night or, you know, if you're good enough well, in the in the army sponsored uh, tournaments, you know, make some big money. So, well, it's been a really good show. I think we're at a good stopping point as far as our content goes tonight. We did mm-hmm. lose Hunter midway, really right at the beginning, actually. Um, his internet went down. So we're going to save his food segment, his what's cooking good looking for uh, the next episode. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back then. Poor guy. Hopefully he'll get his internet fixed. So, um, but yeah, if you want to find out more about us, you can check us out over on our website, www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. It has all our podcasts there. Um, and if you want to support the stream, support the show, you can check us out over on Patreon. We have a Patreon account set up. Um, you can go there and donate some money if you have it. If not, oh, yeah. we'll still be here for you. Uh, All we can say is give us your cut. You win the tournament. You know what I mean? Give us the cut. Well, that, I told you. What told do you call you. that? What do what we, we talent scouts? Okay. We're talent yeah. scouting and we have a 5%. It's low guys. 5%. You send to the Patreon I, account I, when you I was win. Go, I wanted 10% on that birthday. I know you were going to say that 10. June, on that June 28th tournament. Yeah. When you win, just give me a 10% cut because I'm 33 at that point. Hey, I'm 33. As of the 5th of June. So oh. it makes sense. Let's just bump it to 10%. I there agree. you go. 10% piece, right? Not like shared 10%. No, it's to the Delirious Dads <laughs> gaming, which really oh, okay. just goes to you because you're the one who's put money in so far. So, that's, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> We're kidding. We're kidding, guys, uh, uh, to an extent, you know. Yeah. But seriously. Yeah, but seriously. <laughs> But no, uh, you can find us also on our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We try to keep up with it hard whenever you're full-time, working all the time. But we do do our best to to pop up updates, do funny memes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to get some gaming news out there um, to let you guys know what's going on in the world of gaming. So Yeah, if you guys got kids that are, I don't know, 5 to 4 to 10, somewhere in there, maybe 12, depending on your kids, um, you guys can check out my daughter's YouTube page. It is uh, fun with Rory, and you can check her out. She does. Uh, she's got like five or six videos on there now. She had another one coming out uh, this week. Uh, she's got a fishing video. She kind of does everything. She's very much non-niche or niche, however you want to put it. That's on purpose because she's too young to have a niche yet. I want her to enjoy everything. So she puts little videos of different things from science projects to fishing to um, art to cooking mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of does whatever, uh, but they are good little videos. We do take the time to put them together well. And uh, I know that unless they're lying to me, the kids that have watched them so far enjoy them. So hey, check them you, out. Did you film the robot? Building um, the robots? Yes, it will be okay, a video. Good. That will be probably two weeks before that one comes out. Okay, that's fine. I yep. just want to make sure that we're going to get to see that one because that would be a cute one to mm-hmm. watch. So, All right, guys. Stay delirious. Stay dating and stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. 
please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.